Welcome to the Josie Bass podcast series. We take listeners beyond the printed page where our authors reveal what motivates and inspires them to write about their groundbreaking ideas. Hello, this is Danny Scoville with Josie Bass, and today I'm talking with David Ocker, author of the recently published Brand Relevance, Making Competitors Irrelevant. Welcome, David. Yeah, glad to be here. So, David, tell me, what is Brand Relevance about? Well, to be relevant to a category or subcategory, a brand needs to have credibility and visibility so that it's considered. In brand relevance competition, the goal is to develop offerings so innovative that competitors are simply not relevant. In contrast, brand preference competition, where the goal is to be superior to other brands in an established category, there's, there's sort of ongoing pressure to, on margins and profits. And so it's much better to get into situations where there's reduced competition. Can you elaborate a little bit more on the difference between brand preference and brand relevance competition? If you have a brand like iPod or Prius, you're really in the mode of creating a new category or subcategory. And if you can dominate that perceptually and with respect to a product, you really have little or no competition. And that's what I mean by winning in the brand relevance competitive arena. In brand preference, on the other hand, you're an established category with established competitors, and you're trying to spend marketing and do product development in order to beat them, and that's hard to do. So why should firms move in the direction of brand relevance? Well, if you look at nearly all categories, from automobiles to financial services to beverages, you find again and again that a lot of brands that expend marketing expenditures and do a lot of incremental product improvements or service improvements, they don't move the needle. Sales don't change. Profits don't change. Pretty much the market stays the same. And despite all that money that goes into it. However, if you look at brands that have made a difference, that have increased their sales or market share, usually it's because they've created a new category or subcategory. You know, if you look at the computer industry, for example, we had IBM in the mainframes, and then we had DEC with mini computers, and then we had uh, Silicon Graphics with graphical workstations and Sun with network workstations, and then we had Dell with made-to-order. And in each of these created a whole new category and completely disrupted the market, gaining huge amount of sales and, and market share. But they didn't gain it by beating competitors. Mm-hmm. They did it by creating a whole new category, a subcategory. And at the end of the day, that really, historically, we know is the only way to make a difference with respect to sales and profits. Do you have any other examples of products that have made their competitors irrelevant? Well, as I say, you can look at any product category. You know, take Mm -hmm. retailing. I have a chapter in the book on retailing. There's Zara, H&M, Tokyo Hands, Best Buy's Geek Squad, Whole Foods Market, Zappos.com, Muji, REI, and IKEA. All those brands have pioneered new subcategories for which there's, you know, very little real competition. In the automobile space, you've got Dodge Caravan and Plymouth Voyager that created this minivan subcategory for which they had no competition for 16 full years. Mm. You have Mazda, Maeda, Saturn, Prius, Nano, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, Zipcar, and so on. 
all those brands have enabled been successful at creating categories and subcategories, and they have made a huge difference in terms of the sales uh, profile of the area. Great. So what are the keys to successful innovation? Well, you have to understand that there's three kinds of innovation. There's incremental innovation, Mm -hmm. where you're kind of making changes at the margin, and that's the cornerstone of brand preference competition. But then there's substantial innovation and transformational innovation. Now, substantial innovation means that you're still doing the same thing, you're still offering the same value proposition, but you're doing it so much better that you're going to really change what people are buying. So if DuPont comes out with Kelvar and that's used in body armor, it's kind of the same basic product, but it's so much better that Mm. people aren't going to use anything else. Tide comes out with cold water detergent. That's such a substantial innovation that they're going to insist on that kind of quality. And then transformational innovation means you do things completely different. You're like Enterprise or Enterprise or Circuit Soleil or, or something. You're such a radical departure in terms of your assets and competencies that you're drawing and your strategies that you're doing things completely differently. So how would firms avoid losing relevance? Well, if you're an established firm, even a leading firm, you have the danger of becoming irrelevant. There's two kinds of threats. One, you could be making no longer making what they are buying. So it doesn't matter if you make the greatest SUV in the world. If your customers are going to buy a hybrid sedan, it doesn't matter how much they love your SUV. It doesn't matter how much they always recommend it to others because you're not relevant anymore. So you have to make sure you keep buying what they're buying, that you don't have some deficiencies that have caused them to stop considering you. The second thing is you can lose energy and visibility. And we know that one of the real dangers of brands around the world is losing energy. And so you need to either have a lot of vitality in your product line or you need to find something with energy and attach your brand to it, something like the Avon Walk for Breast Cancer. And then then you can maintain your energy and visibility even if you're not blessed with an exciting new product line every year. Great. Thank you so much for your time, David. Okay, great. I've been talking with David Ocker, author of Brand Relevance, Making Competitors Irrelevant. For more information on this or other Josie Bass titles, go to josiebass.com. To find out more about this title and all Josie Bass publications, please visit www.josiebass.com. That's J-O-S-S-E-Y-B-A-S-S dot com.